She is showing up and being seen. She is getting loud and demanding to be heard. And every day she is putting in the work because this girl, she's evolving. She is you, she is me, but most of all, she is magic. Hey guys, it's Jaden. You can think of me as your ride or die who's just right here to remind you that you already have all the tools. You already have the shine factor. It's just about polishing it up, believing it, letting other people see it, and most importantly, leaving a little bit of sparkle everywhere you go. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the She Is Magic podcast. We are back. We are live. We are in the new year. New energy is all around us. And I just I just want to say I took a couple weeks off of recording, posting, anything. I kind of didn't realize that I needed a quick little hibernation. I am a go, go, go girl. I like all my things. I like to be involved in all my things. I like to be busy. And I don't know what hit me, but I hit a day where I just realized that I needed a minute. Um, you know, we all go through struggles. I It's really easy for Christmas time to feel joyous and magical and fun. And there is so much to that that is good. And it can also feel heavy and sad. It can feel lonely. It can feel off. And I think that oftentimes that doesn't get acknowledged enough. That the holidays are so wonderful, but with all those highs, there's also some lows. And whether you've felt them or you know somebody who's felt them, they're there. And sometimes closing out the year can feel, for me, a little bit heavy. I have moments where I kind of go through all these phases. Like there's a lot of good, right, in the holiday seasons, And there's a lot of joy, but I also know for me, I feel as I'm closing out the year sometimes that it's easy for me to see how good the year was. But in the process of that, I also am recognizing some of the struggles and the hardships or maybe the places where I realize that I fell short or that things didn't come to fruition the way I hoped that they would. I try really hard to take moments and look in the mirror and acknowledge where I am maybe getting in my own way to take ownership of my own responsibility in the things that maybe aren't going the way I want them to. And I feel like because December is so full of magic and Christmas and giving and kindness and all of those things, it can be easy to be distracted. And then as soon as Christmas is over, there's that week between like Christmas and New Year's and there kind of hits a little lull for people and that's when it hits them. And for me, I kind of feel like it hit me before Christmas. Like that week before I felt really tired, really overwhelmed. And honestly, like Christmas Day was a little bit 
boring for me. And so when you're sitting on your own and there's nothing to distract you, who are you? What comes to the surface? And in those moments when you can't like, when you're in like this discomfort and you can't just get up and go and be distracted, you're forced to either like numb out or sit in this space where maybe it doesn't feel great. Um, so I had, I chose, chose to sit in the space where maybe it doesn't feel great. And I didn't do a very good job of it. I remember hitting the end of the day and my boyfriend said, you are so antsy. Like you really struggle with just hanging out. You always have to have something to do, somewhere to be, somewhere to, like, it's okay to just hang out. It's okay to be home. And in this little ending of a season of the end of the year and all of that, I really have come to this this place where I realized how easy it is to get so caught up in the things that need to be done and in creating the spaces that I want that I sometimes am forgetting to take my own advice and to sit in the quiet and hear my own voice. And because of that, sitting in the quiet becomes uncomfortable because I'm not in the habit or the headspace to truly like tap into what that means and what it feels like. And sometimes I think that just the quiet before you start to hear your voice can feel so overwhelming and uncomfortable to where you're like, this is, I don't like, this is boring. I don't like this. This is dumb. It's uncomfortable that you just move into something else before you really hit that zone of being able to truly tap into hear your own thoughts. Also, we are consumed with social media and people around us and opinions all of the time. And so sometimes I think it gets really easy to lose the like almost get get caught up in what the outside voices and noise sounds like that it becomes more comfortable to be there than it does to check back in and hear what our own soul our own heart and mind are searching and yearning for and it takes the moments of quiet the moments of calm the slowing down to create a space that's safe enough for that voice to come out, but also that allows a space that's safe enough for us to feel like we can go there. We can head into this quiet and we can hear our own thoughts and maybe our thoughts aren't in alignment with the world around us, and that's uncomfortable. Maybe our ideas seem or feel so different that they aren't status quo, and that's uncomfortable. Maybe there are memories or beliefs or patterns that come up in that voice, and that's uncomfortable to face. And so we just continue to consume ourselves with the outside world. I 
I know that for me, sometimes I love to serve people and I love to show up for people. And I can very easily hide behind that. I can hide behind this idea that I want to serve and show up for people and that I want to provide them these nuggets. And what an easy way to distract my own self from taking that same advice and and getting quiet enough and slow enough to actually practice consistently the things that I know are so beneficial because I'm so busy encouraging and empowering the people around me to use those tools that I let that be like almost sometimes my my crutch, really. And I ride on that. And and they're tools that I've used, so I know they work. But am I consistently using them in my life? Am I consistently showing up for myself the way I'm encouraging the people in my world or around me to show up for themselves? Have I done it? Yes. Do I know that I teach people how to treat me? Yes. Have I set better habits? Sure. Are there spaces where I still am not leaning into my full potential for myself? 100%. So as I head into like a new year and I start really thinking about what it is that I maybe where I'm falling short or where I can do better, I'm realizing that it's it's in the slowdown that we are able to truly tap into our soul. It's in the slowdown, it's in the quiet that we can create these beautiful connections within ourselves. And when we create these connections, we actually give ourselves a, what do I want to say? When we create that connection, we give ourselves this anchor, a space to come back to. And that anchor is so, so, so important because when we get caught up in the world, when the noise gets to be too much, when we realize something's not feeling right or not going our way, when we can come back to this core anchor inside of us, we can kind of realign ourselves to remember our wholeness, to remember that our voice is important and that we deep down have this map and these tools that maybe don't make us walk alongside the big crowd. Maybe they're hard. Maybe they take implementation. Maybe they take time. Maybe they don't make sense to the people around us, but those tools, this this inner connection that reminds us of our tools and our map is really what keeps us aligned with something bigger than just being part of the world, something bigger than just like going through the motions, something bigger than wanting to be accepted or wanting people to see us. 
it's bigger when we start to really connect to that inner anchor. I don't even know where all I'm headed with this today. <laughs> Clearly, I'm trying to pull this all back in and get this pod pa- podcast back on the right road. But my point is, is that we all find ourselves in these zones where maybe we have become or realize that we have lost touch to that anchor, that we find things to hide behind and we find ways to make ourselves so busy that we don't give ourselves this really powerful gift, which is the peace, the calm, the quiet, and the inner connection. It's shining light on our demons. It's creating foundations. And and all of those things have to be done and reassessed from a space of calm, of neutral, of a nervous system that doesn't feel overwhelmed, overworked, or frayed. And so sometimes we have to step back. Sometimes we have to step away. Sometimes we have to find ways to clear our mind and our space. So I'm going to wrap this whole thing up into a little bow, which I hope pulls it all together. The purpose of me sharing all of this is that no matter where you are in this journey, no matter how good or frustrated or frayed or pulled together you feel, Life has ebbs and flows, which is so beautiful and so powerful and allows us to evolve. And if you can create this foundation of learning to come back home, of to connecting with your own desires and you're hearing your own voice that no matter where the ebbs and flows fall, no matter how crazy things get, there's this safe space within you. And if you can learn to connect to that, if you can learn how to tap into that, you'll find that it's easier to make decisions in life because you start to choose based off of your inner knowing, your inner desires, your inner hopes, goals, and dreams, rather than choosing or showing up to achieve acceptance from an outside source, rather than choosing to do something that you don't want to do or be someone who you aren't, based off of what fits into the outside world's perception of what you should and shouldn't be. This year is going to bring us so many moments of growth and clarity, and I really hope that regardless of where you're at, you feel valuable enough to yourself that you can choose that 
to take that moment or to take moments and really like lean in and connect with yourself. I was in class today and I read a, uh, just a thing that talked about the six foundations of health, thoughts, breath, hydration, nutrition, movement, and sleep. And I thought, how simple taking our goals and putting them back into these six foundational categories. So taking these six categories and saying, okay, what what do I want the foundation of each of these things to be? How can I create better habits around my thoughts, my breath, my hydration, my nutrition, my movements, my sleep? What can I do to show up as my best self in these spaces? And as I start to pour into those spaces, also allow the quiet to settle in so that I can hear what I need more of and then take the steps to implement them. That would be the starting point of where you start to connect with yourself. And it is by pouring into those six foundations of health, your thoughts, with intention, your breath with intention, hydrate with intention, eat food with intention, create movement with intention, and be intentional about the sleep and rest and recovery that you are getting in your life. Allow that to be your core. Allow that to be what you come back into as you create this foundation and move forward into 2024. And I know that It can seem like simple things, but those simple things give us a baseline to remember how to come back and neutralize ourselves and how to refocus on the things inside of our body. I want you to know that 2024 is going to be a great year for us all. And no matter where you're at in this journey, you're needed you're wanted, you're valuable. And honestly, you're enough. I see you, I hear you, and clearly I am figuring out this life right alongside of you. I hope that you can keep showing up. I hope you find ways to give yourself permission to be big. And I hope that you take your own advice that you're giving to the people around you. Until next time, keep it shiny.